Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we have a full half hour with Dr. Chris Bergwald. (laughs) First, we're going to have some biblical bites with Dr. B. Then we are going to talk about, in the interview, thinking well, whatever that means. We'll find out. Please, please stick around and find out you with me. You will find out yes. because we already recorded the interview. So we yes. can say with confidence, you will yes, find you out. Yes, you will find out. And yes. it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And and there's a great way to find out even more about thinking. Oh, well. yes. Yes. But, Make sure you stay to the end because, yes. yeah, you'll find out how you can get more information. Yes. Because everyone wants that. Everybody wants to think well because, as I said, we need to think well. Okay, never mind. We've not, already lost we'll, like we'll 10 get, people. We're, we'll get there. <laughs> the salvation of our country depends on you listening yes. to this episode oh, thank you. That's of a, Catholic Views. So true. Very, very true. All right. Not to just, you know. But, <laughs> what do you got for us for Biblical Bites? So, as I often start the show, this, yes, this segment, This is Renee, like the regular so, thing now, Renee, <laughs> What is today? Sunday? This is this Not is we've got to be on just an ordinary day time like Sunday, don't we? No. By now, no. You studied. You, I didn't I study. Say, you told me you did. So what was last Sunday? Do you remember? Well, since we just did it five minutes ago, I, I didn't give that Trinity Sunday radio secret away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Trinity Sunday, and and what season of time are we in? Ordinary time. I, I she almost, says, with I was like, Lent. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. We are in ordinary time. We have been for a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, Pentecost, but the next day after, ordinary time, last Sunday, Trinity Sunday, this Sunday. We're both like blank. Corpus right. Christi, isn't it? <laughs> Did you just look that uh, up? No. Okay. Is Am it I Corpus correct? You're correct, sir. Of course I am. <laughs> Bill? So, I, we're you win nothing. This. We have time. To I, hold on, there's a little thing with on. balloons and confetti that's supposed to blow in here. <laughs> it is. It is in the Corpus Christi, which means what, Bill? Yeah, smart. The body and blood of Christ. So ish. Well, so literally ish. Yeah, not like ish, but yes, yeah. ish ish. Corpus, body, Latin for body, Christi of Christ. So mm-hmm. literally body of Christ. Okay. So it's a solemnity of the body and blood of Christ. Okay. So this is actually a, a solemnity which traditionally would have been in some places is celebrated this last Thursday. Okay. The Thursday after Trinity Sunday. Was it ever a holiday of obligation? It was, and, and where it is still on Thursday, it is. Oh, okay. But this is one of those feasts that I think in all of our country. I think you're right. Uh, has been transferred to the mm-hmm. Sunday after Trinity Sunday. Right. So we're um, we're celebrating the uh, the feast, this the high solemnity of Jesus's body and blood. That the Eucharist is the body and blood of Christ. So just because time is running short, while I'm mm-hmm. quizzing the two of you, mm-hmm. uh, the first reading is from Exodus, in which Moses. This is um, he's he's. Uh, Establishing God's establishing the covenant between Himself and the Israelites, and we pick up uh, partway through the first reading. Then, having sent certain young men of the Israelites to offer holocausts, so sacrifices, and sacrifice young bulls as peace offerings to the Lord, Moses took half of the blood and put it in large bowls. The other half he splashed on the altar. Taking the book of the covenant, he read it aloud. To the people who answered, all the blood, all that the Lord has said, we will heed and do. Then he took the blood and sprinkled it on the people, saying, this is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words of his. 
The gospel is from the Last Supper. Jesus, take, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, gave it to them, and they all drank from it. And he said to them, this is my blood of the covenant, which will be shed for many. So the blood of the covenant, mm-hmm. um, it, the blood is the life force of the creature. So the Old Testament blood is, is we read, if you if you imagined the, the first reading as I was reading it, the the blood basically bull's blood, half of it gets poured on the altar, mm-hmm. the other half is sprinkled on the people. I'm really glad we don't do Yay, that anymore, <laughs> right? Um, so that's a way of sealing the covenant in blood. The same thing happens in the new covenant. Mm-hmm. That was the Mosaic covenant, the old covenant, the new covenant. The blood is not sprinkled on the people, but it is consumed by right. the people. Right. In the Eucharist, we ratify the covenant, the new covenant. We talked about this last week. We're, we're made part of God's family, and that's ratified. We take on the covenant by consuming the body and blood of the Lamb of God, who is Jesus Christ. What a great Sunday. I love it. Thanks, Amen. Dr. B. You bet. In the studio with me today, I have Dr. Chris Bergwald. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> it's like you never left. It's like I never. <laughs> it's like a bad movie. It kind of is. <laughs> so today, Chris, we are going to talk about, this is this is a topic that you had mentioned a while ago, and I noted down, then I came back to it, and I was like, what is this? And and I had another, when you came to me yes. and said, hey, what do you want to talk about? And I had another topic, and you said, oh, what about this, though? Yeah. Like, oh, oh. Yeah. So, everybody's like, well, what's the topic, for heaven's sake? Okay. So, we're going to talk about how to think well, right? Yes, or ma'am. Or what is thinking well? Because yes, I'm ma'am. completely confused about what thinking <laughs> well, well means. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Probably because I was going to say probably because I never do it. <laughs> I mean, you just sort of opened yourself up I for did, that one. I did. But I'm I glad walked you, right you, walked right, you walked right through it rather than I letting did. me. I did. Um, so you haven't introduced yourself on our show for a while. I mean, you're on oh. all the time. So because yes. now your title has changed a little bit. Yeah. But your title has changed a yeah. little bit. And yeah. we haven't really talked about that. So that's true. Tell us about you, Dr. Yeah. Chris Bergwald. Well, it's boring. <laughs> okay, maybe not that far it back. It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. Um, I am the director of discipleship formation with the diocese, which was part of the, the realignment of our office, right. which I think, I think has been discussed in Catholic Maybe News. a little bit. Yeah. Um, last fall when, um, uh, my, our, bishop our tornado colleague, came through. No, our, <laughs> no, oh, that's true. That wasn't the our bishop. colleague and friend uh, Emily Leadham passed away. I mean, passed, I mean, switched offices. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, she, Emily. She died. She, no, and no. Emily um, had been the director of marriage, family, and respect life, right. and she uh, took the position of executive director for Catholic Family Services. And both Bishop and Bishop Gerud and Father Scott Trainer, who's our boss as the vicar for lay and clergy formation, said, "Hey, let's take this opportunity to." So think outside the box. Realign, Is there yeah. a better better way to realign um, the gifts and passions that Chris and Eric Gallagher mm-hmm. uh, have with the needs of the diocese? And so um, I've for 18 years, just over 18 years, I've been the director of adult stuff, mm-hmm. discipleship, evangelization, faith formation, variety of titles, that same work. But now uh, I'm the director of discipleship formation. So I like to think I'm, 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 I'm the create, well, I'm not the, I'm the point person for uh, content creation and curation. Ooh, Look at that alliteration. Like content should, creation and curation. I kind of feel like you should be in our department then. What? Uh, oh, communications. That's the, hmm. <laughs> well, evangelization in a way is the work of communications. Yeah, we we well. 
our two departments work very closely uh, together. Yes, yeah. yes. Because yep. it kind of makes sense. It kind of And makes that sense. realignment really uh, fits better with the bishop's vision yep. for the diocese, which is? Uh, oh. What? I don't know. What? What, <laughs> this thing you've never heard of, Lifelong right? Catholic missionary to such a, through God's love, I think maybe yeah. is what you're referring to. Yeah. 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 So my, again, we're very much taking a team approach. Yeah. So I'm not the one responsible for, I'm the point person right. for the creation of content, in other words, resources for uh, formation as a missionary right. disciple, or uh, or for its curation. You know, what a curator is Renee? yeah, someone who collects things. Exactly. Yep. So, like, uh, especially museum, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, that's the one who collects. Oh, this is what we should have, and oh, let's yeah. put this out now. And uh, so, so I'm the uh, the point person. So, what do we need for the different resources? And resources, I don't mean like studies or books or videos. It can also be. Um, Events right. that we do right. uh, or that we recommend. Mm-hmm. So it resources in a very broad sense. Right, right. That's a good explanation of that because I've been kind of wondering myself, like, what exactly are you doing what over there? What does Bergwald do <laughs> down the hall? Besides coming up with funny bits on biblical bites. Right, right. Very funny bits on <laughs> Very funny. Train wrecky type bits. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our topic, thinking well. So the first thing that you kind of suggested first place we go is what does it mean to think? Yeah. Which seems like this should be easy to answer. But when you said that, I was like, I'm suddenly can't think. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So tell me, Chris, what does it mean to think? So I, so no, I'm not an ignition. I'm not answering that question. (laughs) No, I know, but this, this is, this will be very helpful. Okay. So I'm not, yeah. Um, what's your, like, what's your, that's a great question. And I'm, and I'm sure that now yeah, people are yeah, like, what, well, <laughs> what, what does it mean to think? So how would you, you've been able to think about this question for a few hours, at least <laughs> about 24 hours. Um, what do you think? No pun intended. It well, means... I would, I would use like pondering something, but that's sure. to me, ponder, think is like the same thing. Um, like review all the facts. I don't know. Right. I don't know how to define that. So the, I think part of the, the, where's the, my dictionary? Not, not, the, <laughs> not the problem, but the challenge is think, um, thinking can mean a, a whole variety right. of things. Uh, yeah. I, I don't remember what you were. You, did you just say ponder, ponder, you, ponder yeah. muse, reflect. Um, usually it implies some awareness that okay. I'm doing, but it doesn't, you know, if, if so, um, a lot of, kids have recently finished school mm-hmm. uh, in, in here in South Dakota. Uh, so they had finals, right? right. So you're thinking, right. right? You're working, you're mentally working on something. Trying to pull those algebra equations right, up. Right, and- right. <laughs> Trying to remember the <laughs> yeah. facts, the history yeah. thing or whatever. So it's, it's using your intellect okay, towards yeah. some purpose. Yeah. Um, but, but it can be, it can be very self-reflective. Um, pondering, musing. Um, it can be more of just trying to pass the final test right. in history right. for the year so I can move on. Right. Using your intellect seemed like a very obvious answer that I didn't think of right, myself. Right, right, right. Well, and again, like that, well, what does that mean? Well, it, again, it depends on what uh, you're doing. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, anything else you want to say about that? No. Okay. No. So, when you say, Think well, how to think well. Yes. That puts another spin on it. It does. Yeah. So I, 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 (laughs) because let me, let me, let me say the other day I went, went 
walked over to your office in my little, <laughs> apparently my walking motion here, if you're watching the video, um, to ask you about this and yeah. your door was closed. You were busy. So yeah. I asked Audrey Anderson, yeah. who is over there at your office to see if she knew what you meant by it. <laughs> so I'd be curious to see if what she said How they is align. what you say. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I, I think another way to, and now every time I say the word think in this episode, I'm like, no pun intended. <laughs> um, to think means to engage my mind with reality. Okay. So to think well, so maybe this will give you, does that give you a hint actually on? I don't know. No, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so to think well means to actually engage with reality as it oh, is. Oh, okay. So, okay, so, so, sure. so to mentally or intellectually engage with reality as it is. Okay. Not so, as you want it to be. Correct. So, okay. so thinking well, so, you know, I, I, I don't, um, okay, just, this is maybe an everyday example, which in some, some philosophers out there might nitpick, but there's very few of them listening they, right I was now. Say, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> so I don't need it. <laughs> so when I, when I take a test and I don't, and I do poorly, I, I, I get a, a, a an F or even a C. Right? Then you're thinking I bad. I didn't think well because I wasn't engaging with reality okay. to the fullness. Okay. Right. So, so if I'm thinking, and I'm really curious to hear what Audrey told you, but, but I'm giving my answer <laughs> first, which I'm almost certain is different from oh, Audrey. Okay. Well, I, I was hoping before. that you already kind of taught her. Well, she and I have talked, well. but it's been a while. Okay. So to think well means to engage, intellectually engage with reality well. It means to, I think more specifically, to reason well. Mm -hmm. So um, if I'm making an argument in sort of the logical sense, not like yelling and screaming like you do to me all the time, uh, but <laughs> more of where I, as I always do, persuade you right. why I'm right of and course. you're wrong about the style. And I always agree. Of oh, our this, let's not you do it about that. <laughs> so reasoning well is, is about making, a, it, one way to define that is making a good argument. Okay. So if I'm thinking well, um, I'm engaging with reality as it is, but another way to look at it would be, I'm I'm making a case, a good case for my position. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, you've actually taught Audrey well. That was that was basically her her take on it was uh, how to use your reason to formulate a good argument and yep. and uh, she said some other things which I don't want to give away because yep. you'll probably talk about yep. those. So let me so let me give you an example. Okay. Um, I go outside in the morning mm -hmm. and the uh, there's moisture on my driveway or on the grass. Okay. Oh, it must have rained last night. Mm -hmm. Could have been due. Right. Uh, my sprinklers could have gone off. Mm -hmm. Just because there's water on the ground doesn't mean that that came from the sky, sky. right? Right. Um, it, the other night in Sioux Falls, it rained. Mm -hmm. Is my ground wet after it rains, Renee? Well, right after it rains, maybe. Right, yeah. right. So, so the reasoning there is it rains and the ground's wet. Okay. Right. But then, well, the ground's wet, so it must have rained. No, that's actually a logical fallacy. Okay. I and see I'm not going to get. We're not going to get yeah. into all the. There's yeah. Latin terms for. I've always wondered all what, the what that means exactly, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not as yeah, smart as no, I look, gonna, apparently. <laughs> so th th that's an example of where. <laughs> 
We're avoiding a train wreck in this episode. Remember, that's what we're trying it's to do. It's difficult to do that. <laughs> um, that's an example of, of poor reasoning. Right. That's illogical. No, uh, reasoning well, thinking well is more than just thinking logically, but it includes thinking logically. Right. If you're thinking illogically, you're not thinking well. Okay. Right. That would make, that should make sense. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So where does this all come from? Uh, I understand it's from some really smart guys from way okay. back when. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so people have been thinking about thinking right. for thousands of mm-hmm. years. Uh, so usually it's philosophers right. who are, but not just philosophers, but they're the ones who think about thinking. So um, you go back to people. So Socrates in particular. Oh, so sure. the ancient Greek, this goes way, even before, because I know sort of your questions to me when we were talking, prepping mm-hmm. this episode, um, thinking of maybe um, St. Augustine or St. Thomas Aquinas, right. who, who were brilliant thinkers. Right. They thought well, they engaged mentally with reality mm-hmm. incredibly well. Um, there's other things that I want to talk about, uh, but I'll stick with this train of thought. Okay. Yeah. But but good thinking goes back way before Christianity, yeah. um, and and specifically, uh, people look to the ancient Greek philosophers like Socrates and his student Plato and his student Aristotle, mm-hmm. um, or as some people call them, Socrates. Call him Socrates. No, they don't. Oh, They're, then you're not thinking well. Bill if you does. call him Socrates and Ted. But <laughs> right, anyway. you're right. I forgot <laughs> so, about that. <laughs> so yeah, Socrates. Uh, so Socrates. Uh, so Socratic logic. Right. Uh, Peter Kraft is a philosopher, oh, right. uh, well-known Catholic author who wrote a book on Socratic logic. So Socrates mm-hmm. was one of those. But the ancient Greeks did the hard work of sort of thinking about thinking, especially thinking about logic and defining some of those. Uh, are poor arguments, those logical fallacies. Right. So Aquinas and and Augustine didn't really talk about those things, but they used them. They well. used them, and 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 uh, I, well, both of them to varying degrees. Because they were theologians in a particular way, they focused more on theology, but they talked about thinking. They thought about thinking right. themselves too. Right. Okay. So I don't know which one, which order to put these in. So you tell me. All right. Is it easier to talk about the steps of thinking well, like how to do this? Or why it matters first. Let's go with why it matters okay. because if I'm going to worry about the steps, I want to know why am I. That's a good point. <laughs> doing this to begin with, Renee. Why do you think it matters to think well? What would be, do you have a guess? Well, because if you if you don't, you're like let's say you're having a conversation with someone and they're talking to you about faith or they're asking you questions. If you're not like ready for that to kind of in uh, have a conversation with them, you might do. You probably won't do more harm than good, but you probably aren't going to help them either. Right, right, right. So, and you know, I think it was actually maybe one that's of the, too deep of a. No, 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 no. I think it was one of the early episodes of Biblical Bites. Actually, uh, I'm pretty sure it's actually from the last Easter season because I was looking over sort of the topics from the, those episodes. Um, the apostles and the disciples early on made arguments mm-hmm. for the faith. Peter testified to them with many other arguments right, in right. Acts of the Apostles. He made a case for, mm-hmm. and if you're going to make a case, you have to think well. Right. Like, um, it, you should really become Christian because, yeah. blah. You know, you, yeah, if you, you don't have some logical arguments right. in there or something. Even if it's not logical arguments, just just some basis in right. why. Correct. Yeah. Then that's not going to be compelling. Right. 
You, you, just because I said so probably isn't going to yeah, do well, it. Because I said so. Um, because because but, you won't go to heaven if you don't. That's an argument. It is, but it's not a very good one if you have nothing to back it up with. Right. So can, can you make a case yeah. for... So we're called by our faith. We're called in a particular way by our bishop right now to be missionary mm-hmm. disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, to And to be a missionary disciple does mean being prepared to talk about our faith. Right. St. Peter um, in in 1 Peter 3.15 said, always be prepared to make an account, mm-hmm. a defense for the hope that is in you. Right. Um, so to to give make a case for your Christian faith mm-hmm. in a way that's going to be compelling to somebody else. Right. It, it's not like, well, you know, I, I'm Christian, why? And if I said, well, and basically, it's, well, it's just I prefer it. It's my preference. Well, that's great. I, I pre- always have been. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. Great. So mm-hmm. I like pepperoni pizza too. I mean, does that mean that's my personal preference? Right. We're not talking about personal preference here. We're t- to be a missionary disciple means, again, to engage with reality in our mm-hmm. intellect, all of our being as a missionary disciple, but um, thinking, well, I want to be able to make a case for why you should become a Christian right. or a Catholic or a better Christian or a better Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. So if we're going to talk about the steps or at least how to think well, I know one of them, and I think this is where you would maybe start, would be making sure like if you're ever having a conversation with someone is to define your terms. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's yeah. I know so- that one for sure. That's, that's <laughs> something I've actually been working on lately with people who maybe I disagree with because I've found that if you do not agree on what your terms mean, you're just talking like around each other and so actually, so this is actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because you could really say uh, in a sense, that's actually how to dialogue or True, argue yes. well. So even back, which is, so it's very important. So even back in, for me to define the terms for my own sake, mm-hmm. when I use this word, so I do this to you all the time. Yes, you Ray, do. What, what do you mean by that? Yep. <laughs> and you're usually, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know. I know I wow, know. right? Ouch. But I mean, I know um, that's not true. That's that's really not true. People do that to me. It, but it's how, funny how often like questions that I ask people yeah. and then they throw it at me and like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, for me to have thought through myself, what do I mean when yep. I use? What do I mean when mm-hmm. I use this term? Let alone. What do you mean? Because in order for us to have a conversation to define our terms, I have to have to understood my my own yep. sense of what it means. And let me guess, you do that by thinking well. Uh, well yes. <laughs> well, I, to be honest, in this sense, I mean, just to think about it. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. not really a. I guess you could think about it poorly, but if you're defining, yeah. this is what I mean by it. Right. Right. Okay. So, do you have some like? How, is there some sort of way to think well? You know, is there, are there um, resources? Is there... So I... I, I uh, Especially when it comes to faith, I suppose. It's, you know, we are on a Catholic radio station. We are on a Catholic... <laughs> so, so Peter Kraft and Father Ronald DeSelli have a book called The Handbook of Catholic Apologetics. Okay. Uh, and in there, they have a little section on faith and reason. And, the, and then in that chapter, actually, they have a, a, a discussion of reasoning well and really does focus so i'm going to kind of narrow it um to logic so i think maybe one way is to just and you can google around just like 
what is logic and how do you how do you just do a little bit of study on logic is now logic can get really complex really quickly yes and, um <laughs> I, there's latin terms and fallacies uh you don't need to go that that deep but i think if you just do some some re- there's some research in that but father Tuscelli and peter Crafts book is really an okay. excellent resource there's also no this is going to be really bad radio right now i'm just going to oh, okay uh, oh no! I think I got it. Father Robert, it, it's like I can't nope, remember really for bad sure radio. the title <laughs> and or the author, which is just awful. Uh, Father Robert, I think it's McTag McTeague M C T I E G U E. Google okay. it. Uh, he's a Jesuit, S J, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's called Philosophy for Real People. Okay. Uh, it's a fantastic so book. So it doesn't like fantastic. go right over your head, which right, exactly. philosophy usually does. It does, right. Yeah. So it's a great book or a great resource. But to be honest, uh, if you're, especially if you're in the Diocese of Falls, but if anybody wants to, I'm going to give my email address out. Okay. So I would, if somebody wants to figure, uh, how do you reason? Well, I'm email me and I'm happy to give you like online more resources because oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to just start rattling off website addresses. <laughs> we'll go to HTTP colon slash. Um, Bad C- radio. <laughs> Cbergwald at sfcatholic.org. C-B-U-R-G-W-A-L-D at sfcatholic.org. Yeah. And I'd be happy to give you all sorts of resources. But those, Handbook for Christian or Catholic Apologetics, and again, I think it's Philosophy for Real, for real People, yeah. something like that. Father Robert McTighe, McTeague okay. uh, is a great book. Well, I think it helps too to just you know, have a decent handle on what your faith teaches because that helps you to think well. So then I could throw in a couple too. Please. Um, You could look at the uh, Dr. Bergwald's apologetics column in the Bishop's Bulletin every week or every month. There's always good reasoning in that column. Yep. there was another, oh, Catholic uh, Answers Live on RPR Radio at five o'clock every day during the week. They, those guys are great. You can learn a lot about, uh, they have many logical arguments for the faith and- uh, especially Jimmy Aiken is really fun. To but I would to. I would say even so definitely with our faith. But even taking a step to, we talk a lot about the four areas of formation as yeah. missionary discipleship, and I actually put thinking well not under intellectual, not even under apostolic. How to engage with other people? Okay. I actually put it under human. Oh sure. Like we need Merca, Merca. <laughs> we need Merkins. <laughs> Who can think, think well. well? Yes. To be a faithful citizen mm-hmm. requires thinking. There's a lot of poor thinking. Yes. Uh, in our society Agreed. today, <laughs> uh, and and we just uh, even apart from so being a missionary disciple in the sense of just being a human who makes a contribution to our communities, even apart from our faith, mm-hmm. thinking well would be really, really, really important these yeah. days. Yeah. Okay, I hope that people will email you and get those yeah. resources. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll find a way to, I don't know, stick them in the next apologetics column in the Bishop's Bulletin maybe we'll, oh, or something. Oh, maybe we can do something like maybe, that. Maybe <clears throat> July's column yeah. could be on, since we're recording this yeah. in May. Yeah. Maybe so, July's column yeah, so will be on. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that. And yeah. maybe we'll put some of those resources in there so you can get them so, easily. So we'll put this marker. Yeah, so July's Bishop Bishop's Bulletin, um, the column in the, apolog- the Apologetics column topic will be on Thinking Well. And yeah. we'll give some resources and the additional yeah. resources online. Yep. And that is the Does the Church Have an Answer? Does the Church Have an page. Answer? So, yep. All right. Thank you so much for being here today, Dr. Bergwald. It's always great having you here. Happy to be here, Renee. All right. Um, next week, my guest will be Father Sean Haggerty. He will be here to talk about the importance of fathers 
um, in our lives. Uh, he's also going to talk a little bit about um, uh, how to keep your, how to teach your kids the faith, uh, which is the feature for the June Bishop's Bulletin, so which we interviewed him for. So we'll get a little bit more on, on that from him. All right, that's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic News.